You're listening to the Grow Your Own Food Podcast, a show dedicated to helping you grow fresh fruit, vegetables, and even grains in your own backyard. In every episode, you'll get growing tips, recipe inspiration, and more. Ready to get growing? Then let's jump in. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 81 of the Grow Your Own Food podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Smith, and today I am going to walk you through how to test the germination rate for your seeds. So like I said at the end of the last episode, we all have those mystery seed packets that we've had for we're not really sure how long. If you look, it does tell you on or it should tell you on every seed packet when it was packed, what year you bought it in. But just in case it doesn't, uh, you might need to test the germination rate of your seeds. And even if it does have a year, let's say you bought those seeds five years ago and you're a little bit worried if they're going to be enough to germinate the number of plants that you need. So Testing your germination rate of your seeds is a really good little kind of thing to be able to do to understand their viability, to understand whether or not you have enough seed for the year, whether you need to buy more, which this is the perfect time to be doing this kind of thing because you need to be getting your seed orders in if you haven't already. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. But first, a word from our sponsor. So first off, I have to apologize. If you hear a random voice in the background, that is Mr. B. I think I have mentioned maybe in previous podcast episodes that we are slowly renovating our house. And previously, Mr. B's home office was up on the second floor of our house. Well, we are now renovating the second floor of our house. So he has moved his home office to the first floor of our house, which is right across the hall from where I am recording these podcast episodes. And he is on the phone all day long for his job. So from time to time, you're going to be hearing his voice in the background. And I apologize for that. I hope it is not too terribly distracting. So with that, let's talk about how to test your seeds germination rate. You might not realize it, but you probably did something like this when you were in grade school. You kind of just didn't really know that this process could be used for determining the germination rate for your seeds. It's useful, though, because you want to make sure that you have enough seeds for the upcoming year. You want to make sure that you're not wasting space in your garden on bad seed. I will say, though, before I kind of explain how to test seeds for germination, if you only have a few seeds left, like let's say you have fewer than 10 seeds left, go ahead and just plant them in a seed starting mix and see what happens. It's not worth trying to like figure out whether you can get eight out of the out of the 10 seeds that you have left to germinate if you have a few dozen though if you have like a seed packet it's like oh my gosh it's almost half full but somehow it's like five years old it's honestly worth sacrificing 10 seeds to test the germination rate rather than throwing the whole packet out 
So the first thing you need to do if you're going to test your seeds for germination is get your materials together. And luckily, when it comes to that, you don't really need much. And the things you do need are probably things you already have around the house in your kitchen cabinets. You'll need a paper towel, a sandwich bag or storage container, a permanent marker, and some water and seeds, obviously, but that's it, right? All things that you probably have already around the house. In addition to those materials listed, you will need some counter space where pets and kiddos won't, won't disturb your little seed testing experiment, or even better, a cozy cupboard, because most seeds, with the exception of a few here or there, don't need light to germinate. Step two, before you even get started, label your tests, especially if you're testing germination for multiple seeds, multiple kinds of seeds. That way you don't get them mixed up. So like, let's say you're testing some cherry tomatoes, some regular tomatoes, some squash, and some celery, right? Well, cherry tomatoes and regular tomato seeds look a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot alike. In fact, they look the exact same. Um, same thing with squash, squash seeds, winter squash, summer squash, their seeds look a lot alike. So just before you even start anything, before you remove any of the seeds from their envelopes, label your tests. I write the variety of seed I'm testing along with the date on the plastic bag or container that I'm using. If, I, if I'm using a plastic sandwich baggie, which I'm trying to do less of these days because I'm, you know use less plastic, throw away less plastic. I write it right on the bag. These days though, I'm using more reusable storage containers, but you know, you don't wanna write with permanent marker on those. So I write it on a piece of masking tape and put that piece of masking tape on the storage container. Next thing you wanna do, now that you have everything labeled, is dampen the paper towel. So for each type of seed you are testing, each variety of seed you are testing, you will need a paper towel per type of seed. You'll run the paper towel under lukewarm water, wring it out slightly so that it's not sopping wet, but if you held it up for a few moments, a few drops would form and kind of start to drip off. Lie the paper towel on the counter and spread seeds on top. I use 10 seeds per test. So whichever type of seeds I'm, I'm testing, whatever variety of seeds I'm testing, I test 10 seeds. You don't have to test that many, but I feel like by testing that many, I have a much better chance of getting an accurate germination rate for that envelope of seeds. So you know whether all the seeds are duds or some are still viable. You know, are, is there a 20% germination rate or is there a 70% germination rate? I feel like when you have a nice larger round number like 10, you have a much better idea. So you'll lie the, the damp paper towel on the counter and spread the 10 seeds on top and then fold the paper towel in half over and press it down so that the seeds are getting good contact with the damp paper towel, both on the bottom and on the top. And by the way, pictures for how to do all this are in the sister post for this episode, the link to which is in the show notes, just like always. 
So once you have the paper towel, it's damp, it's got the seeds in it, it's been folded in half, you've pressed it and you made you know good contact with the seed on all sides, keeping the paper towel as flat as possible so as not to disturb the seeds, slide it into the plastic baggie or set it down into the resealable, reusable container. Seal the bag most of the way or the container, if it has a lid, seal it most of the way so that the paper towel or inside will stay moist during the germination test, but it's still going to get a little bit of air flow. At no point should the paper towel dry out. Seeds need to remain constantly moist to germinate. If they dry out once that germination switch has been flipped on, they will die. So as you check on the germination test in the following days, be sure to check on the dampness of the paper towel. And if it starts to feel dry, um, you know, any more dry than it already is, be sure to dampen it with a sprinkle of water. And you don't need to remove the seeds or even unfold it. You can kind of just turn the tap on as light as it will go and then pass the paper towel under the stream a few times until it's kind of consistently the same as it was, not sopping wet, but damp. Put the plastic bag or the reusable container, whatever you're using, in a warm place. It doesn't have to be hot. It actually shouldn't be hot. We're talking like room temperature, 72 degrees. If it gets a little cooler in that house, know that germination is going to be a little more slow. Around 72 degrees is optimal. But it doesn't have to be out on your countertop where your kids or your pets are going to mess with it. Like I said earlier, you can put that seed germination test in a cupboard where it's dark, right? Seeds are buried in the soil. And like I said, with a few exceptions, seeds don't need light to germinate. So keeping them in a cupboard, totally fine, especially if keeping them in the cupboard helps keep them a little bit warmer, away from drafty windows, that type of thing. You also want to keep them out of direct sunlight. You do not want the sun shining down directly onto it because inside a closed plastic bag, the damp paper towel is going to get way too hot, which will kill the seeds. So not too cold, definitely not too hot. Dark is fine. Check on the seeds after three days. I have never seen a seed germinate in one day. I have never seen a seed germinate in two days. Unless it was a seed meant for sprouting and eating, like I mentioned in the last episode, and that was because I had soaked it for eight hours prior. I have seen seeds germinate in three days, though. Broccoli is a really fast grower, and they sprout very, very quickly. So any brassica is is definitely going to be sprouting by day three, maybe even late in the day, day two. Things like spinach, you know, other leafy greens, typically three days is pretty normal. Things like tomatoes, I would say more like five days. So... If your seeds aren't showing signs of splitting open and sprouting after three days, don't panic. You know, most seeds take five days or even longer to sprout. It's only a few really fast growers that, that are going to sprout with, within the first few days. After three days, feel free, you know, if they haven't sprouted yet, feel free to check on the seeds daily. Remove the paper towel from the bag, carefully peel back the folded paper towel, 
and take a good close look at the seeds for emerging roots. Sometimes it's really, really hard to tell because those little itty bitty sprouted roots are white and it can blend in with the paper towel. So you might need to kind of like get your face right up in there and, and make sure that you're seeing what you're seeing, you know. Keep checking the seeds every day. If they still haven't sprouted on day five, check it again on day six, check it again on day seven. Seeds all sprout at different rates, but most seeds will have sprouted by day 10 or 11 in warm, damp conditions. I will say some seeds like celery can take up to two weeks to sprout. If you haven't seen sprouting in your germination test by days 12 to 14 though, I hate to break it to you, but those seeds are probably no good. On one hand, it's a bummer that those seeds went to waste, but on the other hand, it means that you can totally try a new variety if you want to, or you can just buy new seed, which much, much more likely to have a really good germination rate, produce really strong growth. So it's even if it's a bummer, it's still kind of exciting. So once you have the sprouted seeds, what do you do with them? Well, for seeds that have germinated, if the weather allows, you can try planting them outside immediately. If timing permits, you can also put them in a seed starting tray and see if they'll take. And then if they do, transplanting the seedlings outside as usual when the time is right. With either of these options, you want to treat the sprouted seeds as gently as possible. Their newly grown roots are very delicate. Outside, covering them very gently or you know lightly using a fluffy soil, like maybe even some seed starting mix outside and then dampening it and protecting them with a lightweight mulch like straw is going to be really helpful. Um, in seedling trays or flats, again, use that really light, fluffy, sterile seed starting mix um, and consider using tweezers to place the, the sprouted seeds in, in that seed starting mix. If time does not allow, if you're, if you're doing this germination test early just to see if those, if those seeds were still any good and there's just no way the timing is going to work for you to plant those seeds, that's okay. I mean, it, it's, yeah, those seeds that you germinated kind of going to go to waste, but it's all in the name of having like better information because now you know the germination rate of your seeds. So we talk about germination rate, and this is another reason why I like to test 10 seeds. So like, let's say you tested 10 seeds and only two of the 10 seeds sprouted after seven to 10 days. That means that your seed that you have in that packet has about a 20% germination rate, which is not good, my friend, but some of the seeds in there are still viable. So now, you know, even though these seeds that you, that you test germinated, the few that did germinate, you know, you, you can't really plant them because the timing isn't going to work out. Now you know when it is time to sow seed, you know, whether you're sowing it directly out in the garden or you are starting seed indoors, now you know how many you need to plant. So for instance, let's say you need five tomato seedlings. You have five, you know, tomato plants planned for your garden layout for this year, but your germination rate is only 20%, like we talked about earlier. That means that 
you would probably want to sow about 30 seeds because out of those 30 seeds, you would get five or six good plants. You might get a few more than that. You know, the seed, the germination rate test with 10 seeds is is not going to be as accurate as if you tested 100 seeds. But I don't know a whole lot of people who have 100 seeds that they're willing to sacrifice in the name of, you know, finding out the germination rate. So, you know, you might end up with more than the, the five tomato seedlings that you needed, but you can always give those away to friends. You can give them away to a community garden. There's there's lots of things that you can do with them. And remember, it's it's better than having thrown the seeds out when there were viable seeds in that seed packet. So that is how you test the germination rate of your seeds. Really pretty easy. And I would be interested to hear from you. What are the oldest seeds you've gotten to sprout? And what were they? I want to know. So either, you know, head over to the sister post for this episode and, you know, let me know in the comments, or you could reach out to me on Instagram and let me know there. I think the oldest seed that I got to sprout was broccoli seed, and it was seven years old. So I feel like that's pretty ancient when it comes to seed, and the germination rate at that point was was really terrible. I tested a lot of seeds and, and only got a few plants, but I had a ton of seed left, and I, I didn't want to just throw it out without testing it. So that's why we do these types of things. And now you know how to do it. So that's it for today. The In the next episode, I am going to be talking about how to grow celery. And I'm really excited because I've actually received some questions on how to grow celery before. And I like, I feel like I have actual helpful information that you don't read anywhere else um, that I'm excited to share with you. I'm sure you, you could read it somewhere else. It just was not intuitive to me the first few times that I tried to grow celery. And I gather that it's not intuitive to a lot of you either because of those of you who have asked me questions about it. So I'm looking forward to sharing the next episode with you. Until then, thank you for listening. You know, while we're in seed starting season, remember I do have that online course on seed starting growing your own seedlings from seed at home that is hosted on Udemy. You can find the link to that in the show notes for this episode. You can also find an image for that in the right-hand column on my website, beandbasil.com, where you can check out an intro video to that and kind of see what it's all about. Definitely had a lot of fun putting it together, and I'd be interested to hear what you guys think of it. So thanks very much, and I will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to the Grow Your Own Food podcast. Visit beeandbasil.com for helpful how-to articles, images, and recipes.